Welcome to the Earth Mother Food Connection. Today we're going to be doing a mindful eating meditation. So whether you've done one before or you think you have an idea as to what this type of a meditation is, I invite you to just sit and relax and join us for this short exercise that will hopefully bring a new perspective to how you eat and why you eat. Mindfulness. So what is mindfulness? It's basically a skill that we all possess. You become mindful when you decrease your thinking or your brain chatter and you increase your awareness or your presence. It's about focusing your attention on the present moment and letting go of any worries about the future, the past. It's being aware of any thoughts and emotions that may pop up into your head. And rather than letting them take over your mind and running over and over, just observe them like you're watching a movie. Don't judge them or analyze them. Notice them, acknowledge that, they, that they're there and then let them float away like clouds. There's so much to be said for this approach to being present in each moment. It's a lot easier, there's less effort. You're not fighting that internal battle of trying to analyze things and running things over through your head over and over again. It's simple. It's almost too simple. So how do we apply mindfulness to eating? And why? In very much the same way, we just try to train that mindful muscle to be present in every moment of the eating process. And because there are physical sensations, sensory input coming in from the food, it makes it easier to really focus on being present in that moment. You have anchors that you can, that you can grab onto with your awareness to keep it there. So, eating mindfully, it's not about what you eat, but how and why you eat it. And it's not about judging your choices or yourself. It's about focusing on the here and the now of eating. If you can pay close attention to your textures, the tastes, the sensations, savour each bite, you'll get more enjoyment from your food. You'll be in tune with your body and it will help you to eat just the right amount and type of food that you need to at that time. It becomes intuitive. So this is a scenario that I'm sure most of us would be familiar with. It's an example of the unconscious eating that most of us do on a daily basis. So think of the first bite of a food you love. Maybe it's chocolate or cake or, or a fruit. Think about that first bite forward to enjoying it 
the saliva builds in your mouth as you unfold the wrapper. You bite into it and are totally immersed in its sweetness, creaminess, richness and smoothness. It's so delicious and you are genuinely happy to be eating it. Then, you begin to talk with the person you are sitting with or glance back up at the TV and the flavour in your mouth decreases. Then, you are chewing without noticing the chocolate at all and it's disappeared before you realise it. Sound familiar? Mindful eating is about recreating that first bite, that delight that you felt in that first moment when you took the first bite of your favourite food. When your mind is disengaged from eating, you're not satisfied and you will seek out more food, even when you're full. When you connect with your eating experience, reflect on the source of the food, those who prepared it, those eating around you, the sensations in your body, you will feel more satisfied regardless of what or how much you're eating. Mindful eating can make anyone's eating healthier and more more nurturing regardless of weight or nutritional status. So that brings us on to the topic of hunger. There are different types of hunger. Some of us aren't aware of these different types and we're not familiar with what they feel like. And a huge part of mindful eating is being aware. That is not just eating as a reflex. When you feel hunger, pause for a moment. Bring your awareness to that moment, that sensation. Perhaps your mind or body or spirit needs something other than food to nourish it. Breathe deeply a few times and do your best to determine the source of your appetite. Now the different types of hunger can be classified simply by by the senses. Eye hunger. That's a type of hunger that will lead to us, lead us to eat even when we're full because we've seen a billboard with a picture of a chocolate on it or a dessert menu. This is a really powerful signal for us to eat. It's why it's used in marketing so often. And it can override all of our other signals of fullness. Nose hunger. This is the hunger that we get that leads us to eat because of the smell of baking bread. Any scents or flavours that entice us to eat. Popcorn at the movies. mouth is like a um, sensation junkie constantly wants new flavors and textures and that's in that's intricately linked to dopamine for instance release in the brain so it's a very strong driver of feeding patterns when we don't pay attention to what happens in our mouth as we eat the mouth feels constantly deprived and it will constantly want to eat stomach hunger many sensations contribute to that hunger pang that you can get but they're not always a signal that your body needs fuel your stomach may ask for food because you haven't eaten all day or simply because it's lunchtime 
You may confuse the anxious feeling in your stomach as hunger. Learn more about stomach hunger by delaying eating when you feel hungry. Notice the sensations, feelings and thoughts you're experiencing. Does it pass? Do you feel stomach hunger at the same time each day? Are you hungry each time a deadline is approaching or you think a friend you think of a friend that you miss for instance? If your stomach is asking for something sweet, notice how you feel. Are you tense? Maybe your body is not asking for food right now but needs a break. Stretch and take a few deep breaths. Enjoy a walk outside or slowly savor a cup of tea. Then there's cellular hunger. Your body craves what it needs to optimally function but most of us have lost our ability to hear and tune in to what it's saying. So before you decide what to eat or while you're at the grocery store, ask your body what it needs. Maybe it's bright coloured vegetables or some sustaining healthy fat and protein. Perhaps you're just thirsty. This may sound strange or difficult, but just listen to what your gut tells you. And then there's mind hunger. Thoughts such as, I should eat less fat, I should eat more at lunch because I may not have time to make dinner, I deserve an ice cream cone. They're all examples of mind hunger. What your mind tells you changes based on the latest scientific study or life situation or emotion that you're experiencing. It can cause you to get caught up on the extremes of eat this and not that habits, which can't be sustained long term. When we eat based upon the thoughts in the mind, our eating is usually based in worry or fear. And this form of hunger cannot be satisfied by food, but is satisfied when we quiet our minds. And then there's heart hunger. Heart hunger is that feeling of emptiness in your heart, which is actually part of being human. We all seek out foods that help us feel happy. Perhaps you crave apple pie when you're lonely because it reminds you of holidays. When your family was together, most unbalanced relationships with food are caused by being unaware of heart hunger. No food can ever satisfy this form of hunger, and to satisfy it, we must learn to nourish our hearts. If you eat a comfort food, take a small serving of it, slowly enjoy each bite, and imagine it filling your heart with whatever it is you need. When you eat, Think of all the energy you are getting from your food, from the sun that grew the plants, from the animals, from the truck driver or the cook. Be grateful and feel that energy fill you up. Fill your heart in other ways. Call a loved one. Nurture your garden. Do some self-love, some self-care. Make a gift. Listen to music or play with a pet. The most important part of mindful eating is to ask yourself what type of hunger am I experiencing and to be able to know the difference between them. And this is meant to happen each time before you eat, so you only eat when you need to. Only stomach and cellular hunger are satisfied by food. All of the other forms of hunger will only be temporarily suppressed. Rather than eating as a reflex, you could use this information to decide whether or not you should eat at all. Even if you decide to eat a cookie, don't criticise yourself. By being mindful of what it is you actually need, and then also being mindful of how eating affects that feeling, you gather lots of information. Then the next time you're hungry, you can use what you know to make better decisions. So, when you're feeling like you're experiencing eye hunger, which is the type of hunger that happens when we've seen something delicious. Try serving your meal at home 
as you would for guests on your best plates and silverware. Make it look appealing. Look at something beautiful or interesting. Truly contemplate and appreciate it for a few minutes. Imagine its energy flowing into you and nourishing you. If you're experiencing nose hunger, something that has enticed you because it smells delicious. Before eating, stop and smell your food. How many smells can you detect? How does the taste change as you breathe in and out while you're eating? How, does, how long does the taste linger after you swallow? Sit quietly and smell a spice, vanilla or incense. Sniff your partner or your baby's head. Let these aromas fill you up. If you're experiencing mouth hunger and that sensation junkie of your mouth is telling you you need to eat, try filling your plate with foods of several different textures, cold, crunchy carrots, warm, creamy potatoes. Focus your attention on the sensations in your mouth. Chew each bite 15 to 20 times. may seem like a lot, but it's possible. And notice the intricate movements of your tongue. Swallow and notice how your mouth hunger has changed. If you're experiencing stomach hunger, try asking your stomach if that's what it really wants, if it's sweet for instance. Just be present and if your hunger pangs are genuinely there because you have an empty stomach, then just mindfully eat whatever you intuitively feel you need to. So to start this exercise, you will need a cranberry, a dried cranberry, or a raisin, or a sultana, something small. I'm going to be referring to it as a cranberry throughout the exercise. You'll need somewhere comfortable to sit, without any distractions. We'll only take five minutes. So before we start, sit comfortably, close your eyes, and take three deep breaths, breathing into your belly, feeling it rise and swell like a balloon, and breathing back out through your mouth, letting all of the air out, and again, inhaling, filling up that belly, letting it swell. Feel the tension in your neck and shoulders gather. And then as you exhale through your mouth, let that tension move out of the body. And one more breath. Inhale through the nose. And exhale through the mouth. With your eyes closed and a cranberry in your hand, I want you to sit and think about the colour of the cranberry when you saw it last. 
what did it look like? Was there a texture that you can imagine it would feel? Where did it come from? Just immerse yourself in the world of the cranberry for a few moments. Now open your eyes. Take a look at the cranberry in your hand. Is the colour any different? The surface? The texture? Do you have any thoughts about your cranberry or about food in general? Any feelings about liking or disliking the cranberry or any other foods? Whatever thoughts or feelings come up, just notice them. Watch them and let them move past. Closing the eyes again. Be aware of your intention to begin eating the cranberry. Notice any sensations in the body. Move your other hand slowly towards your cranberry. Take note of the action mentally by following the arm movement with your awareness. Feeling yourself reaching, your arm moving, your fingers touching the cranberry, grabbing it, lifting the cranberry, totally aware of each movement of the body, every part of the body that's involved in this action. cranberry closer to your mouth, feeling your hand and arm move as you do so, taking the cranberry to your nose and smelling it. What does it smell like? Are you reacting to the smell? Do you notice if your mouth begins to water? Notice what it feels like to want to eat that cranberry. Next, place the cranberry on your lips. What does the texture of the cranberry feel like against your lips? Is your mouth watering still? Can you still smell the cranberry? Now, slowly put the cranberry onto your tongue. Don't chew, resist the urge to chew. What does it feel like sitting on your tongue? The weight, the texture. Can you taste anything whilst it's sitting there? Is your mouth watering? Now, gently, bite once into the cranberry. Where was the cranberry in your mouth? Do you taste anything? What sensations are running through the body? Any thoughts or emotions? Are you getting frustrated because you just want to eat the cranberry? Slowly begin to chew. 
very slowly and purposefully, noticing each up and down and grinding motion of your jaw and teeth. Notice the sensation as the teeth bite through parts of the cranberry. What can you feel on your tongue? How is your tongue moving whilst you chew? Where on your tongue are you experiencing the taste? What are you tasting? Is the taste as you expected? What about your arm? Is it still moving? Did you place it back to its side, to the side of your body? Where is it now? Where did it come from? chewed sufficiently and the cranberry is all one uniform texture in your mouth no more lumps and you feel it's ready to swallow just pause and notice the impulse to swallow now slowly swallow the cranberry be aware of how the cranberry moves in your esophagus towards your stomach can you feel any sensations in your stomach? Where is your stomach? How big is your stomach? Is it receptive to the cranberry? Are you hungry or full or in between? Have you felt the cranberry reach the stomach? Do you still have the taste in your mouth? or any residue from your cranberry. Now imagine your body is now one cranberry heavier. Take as much time as you need to eat another two raisins if you so desire with the same degree of mindfulness. Slowly be present and notice every sensation, thought, movement. Anything that that cranberry brings to that moment and the act or the art of eating it. did you go eating your cranberry? Did the experience differ in any way from how you would usually eat? Did you automatically start to eat the other raisins before you were finished with the first one? Were you satisfied just with one raisin? Were you frustrated with the pace at which we were eating them? What would it be like if you ate this way most of the time, every meal, do you think it would affect the amount and or types of foods that you eat or your attitude towards eating, your food relationship? The key here is with mindfulness, healthy eating can become more pleasurable when we're present with our food and the art or act of eating our food. 
we start to appreciate every flavour, every texture, every component of the dish. And with that appreciation comes gratitude and satisfaction. We get much more from our meal when we can be present whilst eating it. And it doesn't just start there. The whole process of digestion starts as soon as you start to smell your food. So what would it do to your appreciation for your meal if you took the time whilst cooking to really savour the smells as it cooks? To really appreciate the creation of that meal from its inception to the plate with all the senses do you think it would make a difference to how you felt when you sat down to eat that meal and how you ate the meal and how you felt after we spend most of our times when we're eating nowadays in a state of disconnection, we're not present. We mindlessly eat. And when we're mindlessly eating, we're not sending these signals to our stomach to say we're full in the same way we would if we were present. The mouth feels like it hasn't actually had the experience, the sensory experience of eating when we're not present. We will eat more and when we eat fast we don't feel full when we would if we were eating mindfully. And not to mention our nervous system does not kick into its rest and digest mode when our mind is not present when we're thinking about other things and we're not actively engaging in the process of eating. Our digestive system does not function to the best of its capacity. It is sluggish and you can end up bloating, intolerances, reactions, uncomfortable, heavy feeling, reflux. So mindful eating is not just about the connection with the food on a metaphysical or even on a psychological level. It has physiological and biological benefits as well for the body. When you're in a state of presence, gratitude and appreciation for the food whilst mindfully eating, you will get more, more nutrients from that food as well as a greater overall sense of health and well-being. 